0: Hello, and welcome to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. My name is Evan Mick, and this is the Charger Rundown. Today, I'll be interviewing Audrey Riley, which you do not want to miss. But first, we're going to start off with a recap from this week's Charger Sports. Hillsdale College Volleyball lost their first set in conference this weekend. Their first set. That's it. They haven't lost a game yet, obviously, but they lose their first set, and they come up with a win anyways with a great victory over Northwood, three to two in five sets. Megan Culp had 19 kills. Emery Braswell had 11 kills, Marilyn Popwell had 7 kills, and Maisie Brown had 6. Allie Weiss had 24 digs, Emery Braswell had 9, and Audrey Riley had 7. Lauren Pisaglia had 42 assists. The Chargers also came out with a 3-0 victory versus Northwood. Marilyn Popwell had 14 kills in that game, Emery Braswell had 8, Maisie Brown had 6 kills, and Addie Sysom had 5. Allie Weiss added 11 digs, and Amanda Hilliker had 6. And then Lauren Pisaglia had 29 assists. The Charger volleyball team ended their week with a 3 0 victory versus Thomas Moore. Maisie Brown had seven kills, and Marilyn Popwell and Emery Braswell each had six kills. Allie Weese had 23 digs, Amanda Hilliker had six, and Josie Tesla, Chloe Pierce, Marilyn Popwell, and Lauren Pisaglia each had five digs. Then Josie Tesla had 18 assists, and Lauren Pisaglia had 16. still College Football unfortunately fell to Finley this past weekend. Garrett Ison went 19 for 29 for 269 yards and a touchdown. He also rushed for a touchdown as well. Mike Herzog rushed for 52 yards and a touchdown. And then Shea Ruddy had 5 catches for 114 yards and a touchdown. Sam Lee had 6 catches for 82 yards and John Mesker had a 32 yard catch. Defensively for the Chargers, Matthew Soderdal added an interception to his 9 total tackles. Nolan Strachey and Sam Zemus each had 11 tackles, and Jacob Vance had 9 tackles. Hunter Sperling had one and a half sacks, the other half sack being credited to Logan Van Beek. And then Zach Toki had three TFLs. Next week, they play Northwood at home at 1 p.m., so please come out and support. The Hillsdale College women's tennis team competed in an ITA tournament at UND which is just a massive singles and doubles tournament. Many Hillsdale players won big matches, including doubles team Melanie Zampardo and Megan Hackman who had two 6-2 victories, one over Purdue Northwest and one over 8 seed Northwood in the top tournament. In the second doubles tournament, Libby McGivern and Ann Donhauser beat a Lake Superior State team 6-0, and Courtney Rydell and Julia Wagner beat Rockhurst in a 7-4 tiebreak. In singles, Ann Donhauser defeated her opponent from Rockhurst 6-2 and 6-1 in the top singles tournament. In the second tournament, McGivern defeated her opponent from Saginaw Valley after losing 3-6, then making a comeback and winning 7-6 and 10-6. In the third singles tournament, Megan Hackman won her first match 6-3 and 6-1, and Julia Wagner upset her opponent from Quincy after losing 4-6 and then winning 6-3 and 10-6. Finally, Helena Formentin won her match 7-6 and 6-4, over her Lake Superior State opponent. Now, let me introduce you to Audrey Riley. Sounds good. Hello, and welcome to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. My name is Evan Mick, and today I'm here with Hillsdale College Volleyball senior and defensive specialist, Audrey Riley. So Audrey, tell the people a little bit about yourself.
1: Well. As you said, I'm a senior here at Hillsdale College. I'm actually a fifth year, so I took my COVID season. Um, So I'm just here for the semester, for the season. So uh, tons of focus on volleyball. Um, I'm originally from Oklahoma, moved up here freshman year. I've lived here since. Um, My parents actually followed me up here, so um, I got nowhere else to go. Um, Hillsdale's home now. Um, Yeah, I'm majoring in biology. I plan to go to grad school to become a neonatal nurse practitioner after this.
0: So Oklahoma. So that's a long way away from Hillsdale, Michigan. Just a little bit. So why Hillsdale?
1: Well, when I was looking for colleges, obviously volleyball was super important. I knew that that's what I wanted to do. However, academics was also super duper important to me because I knew that I wanted to get into, you know, get a good education, great career, all sorts of stuff like that. So I started looking around and my dad, my family's fairly conservative. My dad was subscribed to the Imprimus newsletter. And so he was like, hey, I think you should check out if they have a volleyball program. So we did and got in contact with the coaches. And then, you know, the rest is history. Here I am. It's a perfect fit. Here you
0: are <laughs> in your fifth year. Yeah. So what would you say is the part of your game which you've improved the most over your time here, over your five years?
1: I would have to say it's not actually anything physical. I mean, obviously that's, you know, improved, but... I would say the, the team spirit and the selflessness and the kind of, that kind of team mentality. Uh, we focus so much on mental strength and we have this um, analogy we like to use. It's called the iceberg. So the tip of the iceberg is what people see in the ocean. And um, the, those are the six that are representing us out on the court. But beneath that is a super strong, huge base that makes up that tip of the iceberg. And that's what you don't see. So like the people on the bench putting in their work and their effort as teammates in practices and pushing the rest of us to be better and things like that. So continuing to push that iceberg out of the water. Um, So we do a lot of stuff like that.
0: You've been on teams with back-to-back tournament runs. What creates a winning culture like that?
1: Um, I think the drive, like I said, I'm going to bring this, the mental toughness is, is so huge in what we do. So I'm going to keep coming back to it, but we believe in drive. So doing what and discipline drive and discipline, doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done, you know, not waiting for another moment or procrastinating or anything like that. And then drive is kind of the mentality. Like even when you don't want to do something, you do it. So we do a lot of stuff where we'll, we'll be challenged with, um, our, our coach will tell us, okay, this whole entire week do something you do not want to do every day and um, kind of force yourself to, to do those things and, and suffer through it and, and get mentally stronger each, each way you do it. So, um, yeah, definitely drive and discipline. I think that's what, that's what keeps us going so long.
0: Is there anything specific about this Chargers team, which is you like better or is better than the great Charger teams before?
1: Uh, I wouldn't. OK, all of my teams have been great. I don't think there's anything that I like better or like less about any of them. That's so hard to say. But um, I will say this team is so much fun. We've got so much personality, but yet yeah, everybody's so different and we all still get along super well. We have so much fun together. I don't think there's ever a practice or time in the locker room or time on the bus where somebody's not laughing or, or having a good time, even when a couple of people might be having a bad day. I mean, there are a couple of people who will step in and just brighten their day. So it's just super fun. We have a great time all the time.
0: How does your faith affect your volleyball life?
1: Uh, huge. That's uh, it's a big part. So as a team, during our routine, when we go into the locker room, change into our jerseys right before we come back out, um, we'll all say the Lord's Prayer together, and then we kind of have like a special little chant creed thing that we'll say, which is kind of fun. But um, one of our coaches, our new assistant coach, Courtney, she um, actually prays with us as well. So we'll pray two times before the game, and then I know a lot of us individually, we have such strong faith, and we'll like keep reaching out to the Lord throughout the practice and, and the games and things like that. And I mean, a lot of us go to church together on the weekends as well. I know a few of us go to the hub, and then some others go to Pine Ridge. So that's definitely a huge part. And then we'll do team Bible studies as well. So, you know, some, even though things might get tense on the court sometimes, we always fall back to our faith and, and going back to that and, and kind of creating those relationships together within our faith.
0: Do you have any quotes or verses or sayings that you try to live by?
1: Oh, boy. Um, This one's, I mean, when I'm playing volleyball, I think of, you know, the Philippians. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, I think that kind of just keeps me going Um, when I'm having like a bad practice or a bad day or something. It's like, you know what? No, God's got this. I can do it. I've done it before. Stuff like that. So that's one of my favorites.
0: Okay. So for us today is Friday, but for the listeners, it's going to be after homecoming. What is your favorite part of homecoming these past couple of years? Because, you know, obviously today hasn't happened yet.
1: Yeah. uh, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of a hard question to answer. So we are volleyball schedule so busy. We actually haven't been home for homecoming in the past couple of years. So um, I mean, it's super fun being able to do like in the evenings, being able to do all of the homecoming events that, you know, the campus puts on. So like the banner drops and then like trivia nights and all sorts of stuff. So I know a few of us have participated in those things in the past, which have been really fun. However, for like homecoming games or like, you know, the actual homecoming weekend. Last year, I do remember we got back in town just in time to see Mock Rock. So that was super fun because I mean, the whole entire gym is completely packed. I don't there people are sitting on the floor. There's no there are no seats in in this in the arena. So it's super awesome to see everybody just get together and get have so much fun and, and be passionate about something together. Um, and so I think I'm excited for Mock Rock that I think that's my
0: favorite part Try to get your volleyball games as packed as Mock Rock this year. Though. Yeah, right? I
1: hope so. I mean, they say that the the event the homecoming event tonight is the game, or at least part of it. So um we'll see what kind crowds we attract today
0: (laughs) who are you most excited to play in conference play this year
1: oh conference play gotta think about that one for a second i'm gonna have to say that a couple of those games have already happened to be honest we play you know the, the the ones in the north division with us we'll play them twice today we play cedarville but we'll probably see them again. So today is gonna be super exciting game, super excited. And then I'm super excited to see them again. And then uh, we played Northwood this last Wednesday and they're usually one of the tougher teams in the conference. And uh, yeah, we did go to five sets, so it was a tougher match. But usually we're pretty excited because a lot of our a lot of our team members here on Hillsdale know a lot of the girls on Northwood. So it's almost like a, you know, it's like um, a personal match almost. So <laughs> um, so those are kind of fun. And then, of course, it's always fun, a good time to play Finley. It's always fun. Our rival of the rivals, you know, so super excited to do that. Um, I think those are probably the three top games right now that I'm looking forward to the most.
0: So you guys win a lot of games and you dominate a lot of matches, but in a game like last week against Northwood, you drop set three and then you barely drop set four. How does the mindset change? How does the energy in the room change or does it change? Do you try to prepare yourself the exact same way for what is essentially a sudden death match?
1: So I think in the middle of matches like that, um, I think there's, your thoughts are so important. And even the almost the subconscious thoughts, you can have a thought for maybe a millisecond and it'll still affect everything. So I think um, sometimes we might get a little caught up. Okay, we won these first two sets. Now this third set where we kind of expect something to happen instead of continuing to make that happen. And I think that's kind of where we get stuck in a rut sometimes. So then um, the third set, we kind of let up a little bit. We weren't as aggressive and, and, you know, gas pedal. So they kind of took advantage of that. And then we dropped that set. And then the fourth set, we they just kept coming at us and we couldn't get out of that hole. So finally, I think um, the fifth set, it was just this energy like, okay, we got this. Enough messing around. Um, we, we use the term sense of urgency a lot. So, you know, that's, you know, being aggressive, being quick, having that aggressive mentality, you know, going after it, no mercy. We call, <laughs> we say, um, take their soul, steal their soul. So um, kind of just going on those runs, you know, things like that. Um, and I think that we have practiced as a team, we've practiced that a lot, you know, to try to keep that mentality up until the very end of the game because it's never over until that last whistle blows. And so um, I think we dropped a little bit that last or last week, but I think in the fifth set we were like, okay, now we have no other option. We have to win this or we, we get to win this if we act like this. And so I think it was that final push of that sense of urgency that just kept us going and finally we won in the end.
0: How do you face a team with one great player Versus a team with a couple very good players. How does the strategy change there in volleyball?
1: So um, if a team is okay and they have one great player, if say, say like they have a great outside hitter, we'll kind of, we'll watch, we watch film before every single game. So we'll watch the team's tendencies and like who they go to the most with their sets and things like that. Um, so if they have a great hitter, you know, we'll we'll put our block more towards that. We'll kind of shadow that way a little bit and kind of anticipate that and then react to everything else. And then we'll center our defense around that as well. So if there's maybe a really great hitter and she is just pounding it down the line, like outside of our block, um, you know, we'll kind of shift the defense so that we have a couple of different defense plays that we can do. And so um, we'll kind of shift them uh, towards towards that so that we can dig her better and like keep our ball up and things like that. Um, as opposed to a team with maybe a couple or a few great players. I mean, that kind of – we just got to – you just got to go with the flow (laughs) on that one. I mean, it's like, okay, where's the ball going? Oh, going to this good hitter. Okay, now I'm going to line up with her. I'm going to set up my defense the right way to – to dig with her. So we do watch a lot of film and kind of be, okay, where does she hit the most often? Like where should we start off our defense? Things like that.
0: Uh, How important is that film mental preparation? You said that it's very important watching film. How much film do you usually watch? uh, And what do you look for?
1: So uh, as a team, we watch film home games. We do, we have like a little routine. So about an hour and a half before the game, we'll all go into our team room and we'll hook it up to the TV. And then we'll watch a little bit of, uh, we'll watch their serving and and their kills and their most frequent spots and things like that. Um, And I think that is super important because we kind of get a little bit of a taste of what we might see. Um, So um, I think it's important that way. However, we do, me personally, I'm not a huge film watcher. I will watch film over myself to get better, but we um, are in the middle of a book or kind of series. It's called Predator versus Prey. And so, one of the things that um, he's like a, a sports psychologist. And so, one of the things that he talks about is fan mentality. And so, getting caught up in all of the rankings and everything like that. And and so, us watching film, it's not. Um, I'm not saying that's fan mentality. I think watching film is important. But for me personally, I am complete opposite of fan mentality. I don't pay attention to rankings. I don't care who's on the other side. If I'm being honest, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know who we're playing today. I just kind of show up. Um, no, um, just kidding. So I, I'm just not, I don't pay attention to that stuff as much as some other people do. So if I'm watching film, it's with the team or I'm watching it for myself. So I, and we don't take, we'll just be like, okay, we see them do this a lot be ready for that but we don't like take it into account like oh wow this is this is something we have to pay attention to like we um this is super important let's watch like 20 hours of film a week like it's not we try not to I mean any team can do anything on any given day depending who they're playing so we kind of just take it with a grain of salt
0: how do you focus uh before a game how do you get in that mindset game
1: uh lots of hype up music um and I love my caffeine so um I will have a coffee or you know something like that Before the game, like in the afternoon. (laughs) Yeah. So I know a lot of us like our caffeine. And then, uh, yeah, we just have locker room dance parties and we kind of get in that zone and we play it like our our song right now. Every season, it kind of changes. We'll have one song that we play. We'll like turn off the lights in the locker room and we have like this disco strobe light thing. So we'll turn that on and then we'll turn on our big speaker. And um, we'll have we'll just have a song that speaks to all of us, you know, um, every year. And this year it's (laughs) this year it's Cotton Eye Joe. So we'll be in a circle in the locker room and we'll just do the dance and we'll do it for like five minutes. And it's crazy. And then and then we get hyped up and and we go out and we play. And then uh, the playlist that they play during our warm ups, we um, we all put that together. So um, it's songs that, you know we think would benefit us and, you know, get us hype and stuff. So um, we kind of have the decision over that, which is really nice. So music, I would say, is a huge, um, huge thing for us. And then also just like um, getting into that confident zone, like visualizing ourselves, like getting an ace or getting that kill and stuff like that. So we do a lot of visualization and like breathing work. Um, So kind of just doing whatever you need to do to get into that zone and get ready to go.
0: Uh, When you're on a long bus ride, so you're on a bus ride up to like northern Michigan or something like that, what do you do on that bus ride? What do you do? To prepare yourself? and what else do you do just kind of for fun?
1: <laughs> um, I am the team sleeper. So you put me on a bus for seven hours and I'll sleep the whole way. Um, usually, you know, when we drive to like Trevecca or something, it's about eight hours. So I get on that bus. We haven't even left the parking lot and I'm out. I mean, sometimes I don't wake up unless I'm forced to get off the bus to go eat or something. but um, yeah, so I'm a sleeper. No, uh, um, a lot of our underclassmen, especially they'll do their homework on the bus. Um, <laughs> cause you know, those underclassmen years are, you know, the, those are tough. Got to keep up with the work. Um, other than that, I mean, a lot of us listen to music or we'll watch a show or read a book. A lot of us have been into reading lately, which is super cool. <laughs> um, and then sometimes we'll like take breaks and we'll just talk to each other and like I said earlier, never a dull moment goes by. So somebody's always got something funny to say. Um, and so we'll end up having, you know, a couple of some joke time. But yeah, it's super cool. And, and coach kind of gets in on that sometimes, too.
0: You got any good jokes for us here?
1: Oh, no. Um, oh, wow. So my coach says a lot of funny things and I started writing them down so I could just randomly read them during our banquet for my speech because... I already gave my senior speech last year. So I'm just going to get up there and read a Google Docs of all of his jokes. So this is um, a, little,
0: a little prequel to his.
1: Yes. Theory. So he says, oh my gosh, some of the funniest things. Um, let's see. <laughs> he was at the doctor once and the doctor called our coach a beast. He was like, coach, you're a beast. And coach was like, what? Did you say I'm a beast? That's awesome. And his wife said, no. He said, you're obese. So <laughs> Like he just says stuff like that. Like, I don't even know if that actually happened, but he'll just say stuff. And so I don't know. He always has some dad joke. Um, and you know, there's always a punchline, but yeah, it's, it's a good time.
0: How do you think that coach player relationship is like, how do you describe that coach player relationship?
1: I think, um, we have a good relationship with our coach and coaches. So, um, obviously he's got, A goofier side to him. And we can all relate with that. And, and he'll be very personable, you know, ask her personal lives and things like that. So we know him on that level. Um, and and I know I can come to him with anything and talk to him about anything and he'll be there for me. Um, and then, I mean, obviously there's that strict coach part. Um, so he, he pushes us, you know, to his expectations and to what he knows that we can do. And so sometimes it's like, grr, but, um, you know, during the workouts and and serious moments, like he's there for us as a coach and and he wants us to be the best players that we can be. So I think it's a really good balance. And then um, Alyssa, one of our assistant coaches, she uh, graduated here in 2021, I think. So I played with her for a couple of years. So it's kind of nice to have that um, former player, now coach relationship. So there's kind of that, like, it's like an overlap so that we can talk to her about a lot of different stuff. And then now we just have Courtney who came on this year and she's kind of like mama bear. And so she's very protective over all of us and like making sure we're eating enough and eating the right things and, and, and we're healthy and all sorts of stuff. So it's, it's really nice.
0: Yeah. Lastly, are there any of your teammates that you just want to shout out for some unspoken work that they do? So like Some things in practice, people working hard and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a lot. I just want to shout out to... um First of all, my, my defense group. I've got um, Chloe and Allie and, and Mandy, and it's just so much fun because we do position goals before every game and stuff, and so we get to talk a little bit about what we're going to do as you know the defensive part of the team. And so super awesome. Keep working hard. We, we really try to hype each other up and, and get each other going. And then I also want to shout out to a couple of great people who have been the best teammates I could ever ask for going back to like that iceberg thing, they truly do form a huge part of that base that pushes the rest of us out of the water, even when they don't get their time to shine. And so, I mean, for the rest of, you know, the people who don't necessarily get to represent us on game day, I mean, if you hear this, you guys are possibly even more important than the six who are out there on the court. I mean, we cannot do it without you guys. You push us every day in practice to be the best we can be as players, but also as teammates because you keep us accountable and and you show us what true friendship and, and you know team membership is. So it's just been super awesome.
0: Thank you, Audrey. Thank you. She is a phenomenal player on a phenomenal team, and you should go watch her and the rest of the team play. Although the Charger volleyball team is a way you can stream their games Friday at 6 p.m. versus Lake Erie and Saturday at 2 p.m. versus Ursuline, And you can find the link for all these games on the Hillsdale Chargers website. But for now, thank you for listening to the Charger Rundown on 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. Have a great day and roll Chargers.